I have a bad feeling about this. I don't sense anything. It's not about the mission master, it's something elsewhere. Elusive. Don't center on your anxieties, Obi-Wan. Keep your concentration here and now where it belongs. I'm Steve Lascalzo, and this is The Way. Today's podcast is a short preview of our podcast coverage for Obi-Wan Kenobi, a limited series debuting on Disney Plus Friday, May 27th, with the first two of six episodes. The teaser trailer and official trailer have already hit the internet. Press tours and magazine covers, articles everywhere have hinted and even fully revealed characters, droids, locations, maybe even plot points for the show. That's not really what I want to talk about here. Yeah? Good. You can find those things on the internet easily enough if you want. Just search, and you'll find many other content creators in addition to This Is The Way podcast have already given their takes on those news items. What I want to do here today is reveal my expectations for the show, talk about what I hope to see and what I think might appear, before Star Wars Celebration brings us even more information today. Let me take a short break from my pre-recorded message for Anchor.fm, and then I'll get back to business in less than a minute. Very well. I have trained you since you were a small boy. I have taught you everything I know. And you have become a far greater Jedi than I could ever hope to be. Obi-Wan Kenobi is set just about ten years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. At the end of that film, we saw Kenobi handing off an infant Luke to the Lars, his step-uncle and step-aunt, Owen and Beru. Now, there's a clip that I've seen of the scene where Owen drops his burn on Obi-Wan about training Luke like he trained his father. And that clip shows more of the scene than just the trailers. And this seems like it's going to be the most like Phil Brown and Sir Alec Guinness I've heard. There's more to life than your farm, Owen. He needs to see that. There's a whole galaxy out there. I'm asking you to leave us alone, Ben. I mean it. Is he okay? You don't care if he's okay. You care if he's showing. It's my responsibility, Owen. Well, I'm his uncle. We talked about this. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father? Honestly, I'm not sure we're going to get enough Owen Lars in the series. Joel Edgerton really has that feel for the character much more than he did in Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith. Ewan McGregor, as well, has never been more Obi-Wan or Alec Guinness-like than he seems in these clips and trailers that I've seen. So what about Hayden Christensen? To me, the big question is actually, do we hear James Earl Jones as Vader? I feel like that might be one of the reveals coming from Celebration today, but if it's not, everyone will be waiting to hear Vader speak for the first time, right? But it's not just a voice. Inhabiting the suit is a very tall task, and I'm wondering if we'll feel like this is the real Vader, or will we need to see Hayden Christensen in Bacta now and then in order to remind us and get that clear impression of the character that we remember? If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. What about the Inquisitors? 
One of the weaknesses that I think some of the Star Wars content that Disney produced is seeing is a lack of nuance in the villains. Now, just because George Lucas says he made this for kids doesn't mean he was successful in the original trilogy of his approximation of a kid's villain. Vader was terrifying because of his implied powers. I've watched the original trilogy recently. He's still kind of terrifying. The Emperor's Force Lightning was probably the most cartoonish villainry in the original trilogy. Yes, you had Jabba, but you know the puppetry and primitive special effects all worked well together. Now, if the Inquisitors come off as too mustache-twirly, we are not going to enjoy their hunt or appreciate Obi-Wan's escape. And after all, that's what has to happen. Will most of them die here in this show? And will Obi-Wan be the one to kill any of them? Or will Vader, like he did the second sister Trilla in the Star Wars video game Jedi Fallen Order? We know the fate of Rupert Friend's Grand Inquisitor. He meets his end in the Star Wars Rebels series, so he has to make it out alive. We likewise know that Sung Kang's fifth brother appears in Rebels. But the others, including Moses Ingram's Reva, are not yet seen elsewhere outside an occasional comic. So what happens to them? I'm also curious... What is the Emperor doing? What does he think of this project work that Vader is doing for him? It would be interesting to see how confident Palpatine is in his position. Does he feel secure in a galaxy with Jedi on the run and with almost nothing to lose? Yes, I know. We know that he succeeds right up to the moment Luke tosses away his lightsaber in the second Death Star, but this is all pre-Rogue One, pre-completion of the first Death Star, pre-Rebels, and even 10 years after Order 66, wrangling the Senate has to be a constant headache. Then there are good guys. Will we see Bail Organa more than just in passing? And will we see how he's bringing up his daughter to be a strong political force? Will we see anything of the rumblings of this rebellion that's starting to form behind the scenes? The focus for us is on tattooing with Luke and Obi-Wan, but Will we hear about Leia or see her? Leia in the hologram talks to Obi-Wan as if her father and Obi-Wan are very well acquainted, even if it does kind of seem like she's never met him personally. But that could all be from a certain point of view, of course, right? A certain point of view? Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. Anakin was a good friend. Also, think about this. Han is out there. Solo is set 10 to 13 years BBY, and at this point in the show, we're supposed to be around 9 years BBY. That means Kira is out there as well. Lando is out there. Minus his Millennium Falcon. Mon Mothma is there. Will we hear or see from her in very big detail, or will we continue to just wonder what her actions were like and see them later in Andor? By the way, Cash and Andor is out there, right? What a tie-in that would be to the upcoming series. We also can speculate 
Is the Bad Batch still out there? Is Kane and Jarrus out there? Is Harrison Dula out there? We know they haven't met Ezra Bridger yet, but are those two characters out there? What about Zeb? What about Chopper? Will we see good guys in the show that we've never seen before? Of course. We may also see some characters that fit neither good nor evil at this point. And I want to be clear. I don't want to see every old character. I want to see new ones. But I also think there needs to be some attention paid to their stories and how they fit in. Because we don't want, or at least I don't, want to wonder where are these characters in the future, right? So there's Haja. Kumail Nanjiani's character. It seems like he's one of those gray characters because he's a con man in the middle of a rock and a hard place. At least that's what the articles have been describing him as. Hey, Crimson Dawn is active. So we talked about Kira. What about Maul? Could he play a part with some of the Jedi that are on the run? Even if he doesn't meet up with Obi-Wan... Could he be a force to reckon with? I do not think we will see Maul, but we might hear of a ruthless leader of the Syndicate. And while he's no good guy, he's not on the Emperor's side anymore. Surrender the Holocron. I'll never give it to you. We shall see. How about Cal Kestis? Siri. Grease. Marin. BD-1. Will any Mandalorians appear? Will we hear a tale about a Padawan secreted out of the temple and lost in a pod somewhere on Arvala 7? Does Jabba get involved? What about Ahsoka? There are so many characters that could not be main characters for the show, but could advance an important plot point that gets us to where Obi-Wan is resolved, or Obi-Wan Kenobi the series is resolved, and takes us leading up to A New Hope. Hello there. Come here, my little friend. Don't be afraid. Oh, don't worry. He'll be all right. Personally, I don't want too many Easter eggs, and that's not because I'll be looking for them for my podcast. I just want enough nostalgia nods to make me feel connected to the story that's being told, like in The Mandalorian. For every unidentified X-Wing and march to the bridge through dark troopers, there's a scene in the sewers, bringing us a brand new saying we just won't let fade away. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I'd like to think that this series is limited because there's a really well-told story in the episodes we'll get which shows us this one thing that we've wondered about. Obi-Wan since Revenge of the Sith, what has he been up to? We know we will get to see a lightsaber duel again between the Jedi that loved each other like brothers. I just don't need to hear about high ground. Or meet characters in this show that we're going to wonder why weren't they around in New Hope? And beyond. If Deborah Chow and the writers can resist the temptation to make themselves look clever or create new buyable toys for Disney, we could get something truly special. There's always going to be some character we latch onto, a toy that comes out that we really enjoy. But if that's all Disney thinks Star Wars is, we're in trouble. This, to me, is a kind of litmus test. 
What will they do with this story of Obi-Wan Kenobi? We all love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. There was this great schism between people who enjoyed and hated the sequels, or at least for me specifically, The Last Jedi. Will they continue their woke policies, their agenda that they have that is not a secret anymore? Or will Disney rein themselves in? Will they be able to just tell a great Star Wars story? Will they be able to unite us again in excitement for the future of content for Star Wars? Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Thank you so much for joining me here for this special edition of This Is The Way Podcast. This Is The Way Podcast will be back at the very least for episode discussions on the first two episodes coming out Friday. I might also find the time to talk about what is happening today at celebrations and, if I can, I will try to post short reaction podcasts to the first episodes at least that come out this week. Until then, I'm your host, Steve Lascalzo, and this is the way. May the Force be with you, always. Always.